Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. How do you not love Ron DeSantis? He's the governor of Florida. He stepped up for Emma Wyant of Sarasota, Florida today. She swims for the University of Virginia, and she finished second to a man in the NCAA 500 freestyle at the NCAA Swimming Championships a few days ago. And there aren't a lot of politicians who would have the guts to do this. If you look at what the NCAA has done uh, by allowing basically men to compete in women's athletics, in this case the swimming, you had the number one woman who finished was from Sarasota, Emin Wyant. She won the silver medal. She's been an absolute superstar her whole career. She trains... I mean, to, to compete at that level is very, very difficult. And you don't just roll out of bed and do it. That takes grit. That takes determination. And she's been an absolute superstar. And she had the fastest time uh, of any woman in college athletics. Now, the NCAA uh, is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition. And they're crowning somebody else uh, the woman's champion. And we think that's wrong. And so in Florida, I'm going to be uh, later today because this is a Floridian who I think deserves to be recognized. You know, we're going to be doing a proclamation uh, saying uh, that Emma is the best female swimmer in the 500-meter freestyle because she earned that. And we need to stop allowing organizations like the NCAA to perpetuate frauds on the public. And that's exactly what they're doing. They are putting ideology ahead of opportunity for women athletes. Uh, and I think that there's just some people that are afraid to speak out um, and, and, and save what they're doing. But that is what they're doing. And so in Florida, we're going to be very clear when they try to do things like that, when they try to undermine the integrity of competition, when they try to um, counteract uh, the ability of women uh, to realize their dreams, uh, we, we are going to speak out about that. And so we'll be issuing uh, that proclamation just because, you know, as somebody that was uh, was such a great athlete in Florida has now moved on to the University of Virginia, you know, we need to honor that appropriately. And if the NCAA was willing to actually uh, ensure the integrity of women's competition, she would have been crowned national champion. Uh, this guy gets it, and I'll bet at least 80% of the people in Florida agree with him. When we come back, we're going to stay with sports to find out from a guy who's been a sportscaster in Cleveland for a long time how the story of the Browns trading for a guy facing 22 sexual harassment lawsuits is being handled by the media there and the fans there. And in our second half hour, the Democrats are trying to pull off a climate coup. Stick around. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. This is Dennis Prager. Why did God save the Jews in Egypt, but not the millions of Jews who died in Europe? Was there really an exodus? Does Judaism affirm an afterlife? Does reason 
My new book answers these and many other significant questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah. Like my five-volume commentary, The Rational Bible, this newest book, The Rational Passover Haggadah, relies on reason to explain the text. The text of the oldest holiday in the world, Passover. Jesus' last supper was the Passover Seder. This is an explanation of this holiday and that evening for people of every faith and, for that matter, of no faith. The Haggadah has inspired millions around the world every year for thousands of years to learn about it and relive one of the most famous stories of all, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. My new book is the Passover Guide that will last a lifetime. Order Dennis Prager's latest book today. Get it at PragerStore.com or wherever books are sold. This is John Stagerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the stores, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at my pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio lister specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an incredible 50% off your Legacy Box. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off while supplies last. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as far as we know, Deshaun Watson is still the Cleveland Browns quarterback when an NFL team throws three first-round draft picks and $230 million at a player who's being sued by 22 women for sexual harassment and or assault. Um, That's a sports story that goes way beyond sports, and it's just the kind of sports story we like to do around here. Tony Zarella was a sports anchor for WOIO-TV in Cleveland for a long time. Uh, You remember him when he worked for WTAE. He joins us now. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing great, Saggy. How are you? Good. So it was about 30 years ago, not about, exactly 30 years ago this June, a couple months from now, that you and I sat next to each other in Chicago at Chicago Stadium and watched the Penguins clinch their second <laughs> Stanley Cup. And here we are. <laughs> here I am talking you know, to you 30 years later. So many memories about that. Well, a couple of things about that, by the way. I remember one of the things you said when I first got to Pittsburgh <laughs> You're like you're not going to believe how good this guy is. 66 until you see him live. Yeah, yep. about half a shift yep. for me. Um, the second thing is that was a game. If you remember that game four, which they'd never do today, of course, in the yeah. Stanley Cup Finals, right. it was a day game in Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was and uh, that was quite a scene there. But uh, here we are, 30 years later. We're still talking about sports. I don't do sports here on a regular basis, but as I said, I, I this is a story that goes way beyond uh, sports, and 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 this is a story that goes way beyond the Cleveland Browns story in Cleveland. I'm sure. So, now, how have the media reacted to this up there? It's only been a few days, uh, well, but what's it been like? I would say it's been. I don't want to say split because no one's taking the pro Watson stance. It's almost like it's half. Oh my God! You just sold your soul to let's stick our heads in the sand, and you know if we if we do pop up, we'll just talk about football. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's really split's not really accurate. So, you know, a lot of the uh, older, longtime columnists like Terry Pluto, and Terry, you know, is really kind of a a gentle writer. Even he said 
this is too much. They sold their soul on this one. And, you know, I think all things considered, while he has not been proven guilty of anything, we get that. The numbers are just too great uh, to warrant this kind of decision. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Hewitt is the uh, morning host on this network, Salem Network. He's a Cleveland guy and has, uh, through the worst of times for the Browns, been talking about what a fan of the Browns he is. He's been through some tough times like anybody who's a Browns fan. And uh, I'm pretty sure that he's been, I don't know if he's completely bailing on the Browns, but he's threatening to over this. So, um, Well, he's not alone. Yeah. The outcry, certainly, and you've seen, we've had the uh, you know, Cleveland Rape Crisis Center weighing in on this thing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Deshaun Watson has not been charged with rape. But, yeah. but the fact is, even if, even if at the very end, Saggy, you come away and you say he's a, he's a consistent and decent human being, even if that's the lowest you go yeah. with this guy. Is this really who you want at two thirty, two hundred thirty million historic deal as the face of your franchise? And the answer is yes, it is who they want, and and they don't care mm-hmm. about the outcry. Wow, how how are the fans reacting, especially the female ones? You know, talk shows, uh, people you run into on the street. Yeah, well, I mean, the fans are the loudest outcry, of course. Um, you know, some have a personal connection to being in that kind of a situation if that's how it plays out and Deshaun is guilty civilly, you know? I mean, uh, it's a strong outcry on the part of a lot of women. I will tell you this. I gauge people every day just in conversation. And the diehard Browns fans, for the most part, and mostly male, don't care. Mm -hmm. And what's staggering to me about this entire thing is, and we've reached this point not only in the NFL, but in the world, let's be real, is the the Browns don't care. If If you were to call the Browns right now, and say, all right, I'm a female 52-year-old woman who's watched you for 50 years. I'm done. They don't care. And I think that's what's harshest to fans. You know, the NFL will continue to do what the NFL does and be hypocritical in many, many ways, and they'll paint the end zone tank one month this season or maybe one week and, you know, say what they have to say in support of women. And, I mean, look, here's the bottom line. I just watched the Super Bowl where I was I – was, I'm watching. I, I wanted so badly for the Bengals to win, and I can't get past Joe Mixon breaking, literally breaking a woman's face with a punch in college. So the fact is that in that world, that's all they care about. Can you play? Can we keep you out of prison long enough for you to play? Mm-hmm. And if that's and that's the bottom line, are you on board or not as a fan? But that's what they care about. Well, um, I'm. I said that uh, when when Ben Roethlisberger got in his uh, trouble down in Georgia, and he also had a woman accusing him of sexual assault uh, at a hotel in Vegas a year before that, um, I said the Steelers should have cut him back then. And um, it went from lots of people actually agreeing with that, believe it or not. There were some who didn't, obviously. Uh, But it wasn't – I would say – uh, it probably didn't take uh, three weeks into the next season. There were women at the games wearing Ben Roethlisberger jerseys. So it's, yeah, there's no question. Yeah, and they'll be doing the same with this guy. They'll they'll be they'll well, be they'll be sporting yeah. Deshaun Watson jerseys at the home opener if he's allowed to play. And that's what a lot of the old time male fans tell me when I bring this up. And you know, I would have. Well, look, 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 maybe all he does is consistently, despite their request, take the towel off during a massage. I'm not there, mm-hmm. okay? Is that not enough to be offensive to women, okay? And then how would you feel if that was your sister right. or your daughter right. in some cases? Some of these men just look at me and say, by week four next year, they'll be at the games. Right, yeah. Um, and <laughs> as I, I said on the air yesterday, I did the math. Ben Roethlisberger got six games for two accusations, and also, by the way, that I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm real confident to say this, that that suspension was also based on lots of other things that were said about and witnesses told the Steelers and the NFL investigators about Roethlisberger, the way he had been acting for a couple of years around here. I think it was much more than just the two incidents. But anyway, if he gets uh, six games reduced for four for two incidents, what do you get for 22 uh, and 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 Roethlisberger was not convicted of anything, and he and he didn't. I, I don't know what there's. I think he settled something with the woman in Vegas, but I don't even know that for sure. He got he got four games. Does this guy get forty four games? How do they well, do it? 
I don't know, because as I understand it, the NFL doesn't even have to wait for you to be charged with anything. No. Uh-uh. You know, on this moral policy, so they right. could move now if they want to. Right. Right? So what's, what's really going to change? He has not been indicted criminally. Doesn't mean he didn't do some real boorish things or offensive things to people, to women. But so I, I, I don't know how. I think the NFL will do what the NFL does, which is put on a show, say the right things. Mm-hmm. just like the Browns put on a little show. And, and, you know, didn't want to be embarrassed that they missed out. They were the first team eliminated out of that small group. So what they do, they broke out another checkbook and made sure they got them. Yeah. Um, you know, and put up, by the way, we've exhaustively researched this, you know, comprehensive. Really? Who did you talk to? Who, who did they talk to? They said they did a thorough no investigation uh, and they're comfortable with Watson going forward, blah, blah, blah. And the investigation didn't include talking to any of the accusers or their attorney. Is anybody calling them out Correct. on that? Correct. No. No one's calling them out on that, not locally. And, of course, if you're that attorney, Tony Busby, I think his name is, you're, not, yeah. you're probably not going to let the Browns talk to your client. Right. But you can obviously talk to the Browns and give a fairly strong indication that, look, there's something here. Okay? I'm not going to play this out with you, but there's something here. Trust me. This went on for a while. This went on for a couple of years before everything broke. Uh, there's a long, long line of connected things and conversations and posts, direct messages, everything that indicates more than a cash grab, which seems to be the party line among most men, if you ask them about this. Yeah, we're talking to uh, Tony Zarella. He's a sportscaster in Cleveland. He actually hosts the uh, Steel, the, the, I'm sorry, the Browns uh, tailgate uh, pregame show on WOIO-TV up there, 19. Uh, it's called uh, Tailgate 19. Um, so you've been around the Browns. Uh, when a team pulls off a deal like this, it usually tries to the, bring the player in to meet with the media as soon as possible because, look, you just traded for the most sought-after quarterback in the NFL, a guy who was considered a super-duper star uh, two seasons ago. The, what you want to do is get him out in front of your fans and get the media to... No, they to, don't. Yeah, not this guy. Was, <laughs> he, no, are they going to be hiding him for a while? Well, first of all, he's too busy being deposed in the civil suits right now. He had to resume that. Um, at, at least he's talking. Yeah. We, we won't have access to that unless it plays out in the courtroom. But but he is actually answering questions now. That would be very interesting to hear what he's saying. Um, they can hide behind that for you know a couple of minutes, a few weeks, whatever. I mean, But as an organization, the Browns have not fielded questions about this. They just put out the release and... I mean, they got to know it's not going to die down. There's going to be a, a storm here at the head of this, and then, and then, like you say, sadly, um, if you really wanted somebody to really answer for what seems to be some bad behavior, that'll go away the minute he takes the field in, in most people's eyes. Yeah, uh, before all this, and how how long you've been working in Cleveland, Tony? Sixteen years. Okay, so you've been around the Browns through a lot of really tough times until just two years ago when they finally made it to the playoffs. Um, what? Uh, how do the Browns fans feel about the ownership there? And you were here in Pittsburgh, so you know how they feel about the Steelers' ownership. Exactly, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, so you know, he, you know, when Jimmy Haslam came in in 2012, he had some rough waters with some bad mistakes originally. There was a feeling, and I think this just resurfaced, by the way, when it looked like he was going to, in the eyes of fans, blow the Deshaun deal after alienating Baker. There was a feeling that he's trying to be Jerry Jones and you know, do not, you know, he was involved in the Manziel draft to get away, you know, like, just look, you will we'll handle the drafting. You don't need to be part of this. Right. And so he kind of stepped away and this new regime was looking good. Uh, obviously that's gone off the cliff lately um, in terms of Baker and everything else. But the fact is it looked like Jimmy resurfaced um, with that decision about going all in on Deshaun Watson. Now, whether or not this plays out in the field, we'll see. And then, of course, it'd be a darling. You know, I mean, so to answer your question, it really swung in Jimmy's favor over the last four or five years. Mm -hmm. Well, let me shorter than that, three, post-Hugh Jackson. They really started to come out of the woods there. But but we'll see about this. Look, the bottom line is this doesn't hurt Jimmy Haslam if they win because Mm -hmm. that's all fans have cared about. Yeah, um, there's just... I can't think of a um, a more desperate-looking move than this. Uh, you know, the, the Browns were picked to go to the playoffs in 2020. 
Uh, last season, uh, Mayfield uh, gets hurt in the second game. He has a bad year. They have a terrible season. They, a lot of people, a lot of smart football people were picking the Browns to go to the Super Bowl. That might have been a little bit uh, optimistic, but um, that had to make the ownership more desperate. If, if, in other words, if they had if they had uh, not had a bad year and even not necessarily gone to the Super Bowl, but had another, you know, 10 and uh, 7 year or 11 and five, 6 year or something like that, this deal doesn't happen. It just it, It's not just because they think they knew, need a new quarterback, it seems to me. They need a major PR win, and I don't know how that works this time. Well, right, they got their adults in the room, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, two points to your question. Uh, desperate is a great word, especially after he ruled them out, especially when they thought they were one of four teams with a shot at him, and he said no yeah. to the Browns. They had nowhere to go at that point. They'd already alienated Baker, who already wanted out. Um, but even beyond that, last year they could have been a 10-win team. They left a couple of wins in their pocket by not benching Baker Mayfield. That was their fault. But moving, I think they decided, you know, he wasn't the guy. So they were more and more desperate, and that reached its height when Deshaun told them no. And they had no – and I, I was treated – they must have a plan. I mean, these are bright guys. This isn't the old regime. They've got to have something else here. Mm-hmm. Where you can't turn back to Baker – I mean, you're on the cusp of being a Super Bowl contender if you have the right guy behind center. They've got to have something. That something turned out to be we'll go all in on Deshaun Watson, despite the PR hit, however big that is, and we'll move forward. And it's money. It had to be. He didn't want to go to Cleveland because not too many people want to go to Cleveland after they saw they had a bad year last year and they know Cleveland's history. I'm talking about players. Uh, it's it's yes. it's become. They were starting to get some free agents coming there because they had a good year, but they're they're back to looking like the Cleveland Browns again. So it had to be just that they decided. I don't care how much money it takes, get this guy. Whatever it takes, pay him. Well, we did. I was called in to do some special reports on Thursday and Friday. Thursday was about Baker. Friday was about Deshaun because that's when that broke. And they, I'll give you two examples very quickly. If you want to talk about just how blind people are to certain things. Mm-hmm. As we're about to go on the air, this news anchor runs into the studio and says, hey, real quick, is this bigger than when LeBron came back? <laughs> and I, So that was just my thing. It wasn't about what are we dealing with here and why yeah. did you do it? Right. It, I said, no, it's not, it's not as big as when LeBron came back. Um, so the, the Browns certainly hope it will be at some point. Mm-hmm. And then we start the show. In the first five minutes of the show are the other people talking about how Deshaun is a top seven quarterback and they're ranking him with everybody and going through the AFC. And I said, hold on a second. There's a reason why he's available. I mean, you can't bury that part of the story. There's no way he's available no. as talented as you're talking about if there wasn't a storm following right. him. Right, right. And people are willing to just bury that part of it, not even acknowledge it. And and here's the way, I don't know about you, we're finishing up here with Tony Zarella of WOIO-TV in Cleveland. Um, and here's the way I look at it. They went 12-6 and six two years ago with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. So they, they're paying $230 million to this guy, guaranteed. All he has to do, if let's just say he gets a, somehow uh, gets a chance to play uh, from the beginning of the season, or if whatever he finally does get a chance to play a full season, all he has to do is go 13-5 and five and win two playoff games. That's what he, ha- he has to do that to improve on what they did with Baker Mayfield. Can he do that? Well, I think he can do it. I mean, then again, I've, been, I've thought a lot of things about this franchise over the past 16 years. Yeah. And other than two seasons ago, it never plays out. So, um, you know, are they on the cusp? Do they have the right kind of team to be in the conversation with maybe three other teams in the AFC? Mm-hmm. Of course they do. But something always happens here, and <laughs> who knows how long he'll be suspended. But in long term, he's 26 years old. Yeah. In long term thinking, um, if they get past this with him, if you just want to think about football, forget your daughters and sisters. Right. You just want to think about yep, football. Yep, yep. Um, next year, honestly, the following season, if he's clear of all this stuff, they're one of the top teams in the AFC. You have to argue that. And, and I'll finish with this. I'm out of time, but I'll finish with this. Um, you, what, are you, what kind of a guy are you dealing with that you would expect him to not get in some kind of other trouble between now and next season when it's, if he's suspended for who knows how many games? Would you have a well, lot of confidence? That he's, they came away? Pardon me? No, they came away. They promised us he'll never do it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a good guy. <laughs> 
Hey, Tony, uh, always good to talk to you, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we might talk again because I think this story is not finished. So uh, I'm happy to have my, my a guy in, in Cleveland I can talk to. Thanks, Tony. Good luck, man. Thank you. All Thank right. You. That's Tony Zarella from Cleveland. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says she has tested positive again for COVID-19 and will not accompany President Biden to Europe for NATO meetings. Psaki tweeted she took a test in preparation for the trip and it came back positive. Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson facing tough questions in her confirmation hearings. If she is eventually confirmed by the Senate, she would become the first black woman in the court's history. Police in Israel say a knife-wielding Arab man has killed four people and seriously wounded two others in the city of Beersheba. Authorities say the assailant drove his car into a cyclist and stabbed four people. Video footage posted online appears to show armed bystanders shooting and killing the attacker at the scene. This is SRN News. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. AM 1250, The Answer. Larry Elder. Now, before our friends across the aisle whip out the race card and accuse Republicans of racism for daring to question the qualifications of Joe Biden, Biden Supreme Court nominee, may I remind you of Justice Janice Rogers Brown, who would have been the first black female justice of the Supreme Court had Joe Biden not publicly said, if George W. Bush nominates her, I'm going to filibuster her nomination. Just a little reminder. On the next Larry Elder Show. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. Head out on the highway. A two powerful wheels. Riding season is around the corner and Pit Cycles has what you're looking for. This is John Steigerwald. Stop by Pit Cycles today for a huge selection of bikes from KTM, Indian, and Triumph. 114 models to choose from in a fun, pressure-free environment. With demand high and supply limited, now is the time to order. Pre-order today for just a dollar in Warrendale next to Jurgles or at PitCycles.com. Pit Cycles! Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. W223CS, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Heavy delays Parkway North on the inbound side, starting around Reedsdale Street, and the backup continues all the way across town. 
On Parkway West, that's backed up inbound between Montour Run Road and 60. Also inbound from Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway East delays inbound as you approach the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also traveling downtown 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Cloudy skies expected for tonight with occasional rain. We'll see a nighttime low of 48. Cloudy tomorrow, a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, mainly early. It'll be breezy with a high of 62. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy and mild with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm in the evening, followed by a shower in spots late. Storms could bring downpours, damaging winds, even an isolated tornado, low 48. Breezy Thursday, clouds and sun, high 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, are you ready for a climate coup? Apparently, the Democrats are trying to pull one off, and it's being done by the Securities and Exchange Commission because they couldn't get their new Green Deal insanity passed by Congress. Daniel Turner is the founder of Power the Future. He's here to try to explain all this. Thanks for coming on, Daniel, again. Oh, it's always good to be on your show. Thanks for having me back. So, how does uh, something called the Securities and Exchange Commission have anything to do with our climate? Yeah, well, <laughs> the answer to that in short is that it doesn't. But if you don't have the votes to pass your Green New Deal and the Biden administration doesn't, um, even though Bernie Sanders is in the majority in the Senate and AOC is in the majority in the House, um, they know they can't get their Green New Deal through. They haven't even tried. Uh, they tried to hide it and build back better, and it didn't work. Um, so if they can't get it through legislatively, they will just implement it through the enormous Washington, D.C. bureaucracy. And the Securities Exchange Commission is in charge of uh, monitoring all publicly traded companies, all that happens on Wall Street. And so they just came up with a brand new rule and said, hey, if you're a major corporation, um, not only do you have to let the shareholders know about uh, uh, your balance sheet and your acquisitions and your salaries, you have to let shareholders know about your climate uh, impact and your climate footprint. The rule to the point that if you are a publicly traded company of, say, several thousands of, or millions of people, how many of your employees drive to work and how much gas do they burn on their commute? And, and maybe that should be considered in your balance sheet. So if you're something like Walmart and you have regional sent Walmart, I think, is the largest employer in the nation and has over two million employees. And, and I'm sure several million of them are, are in small towns and they're driving, you know, their car from home a couple, you know, my closest Walmart's 30 miles away. Um, well, we need to calculate that. And, and, and maybe Walmart should be penalized for having all this carbon emission uh, and that needs to be a new consideration. So, again, this is just using the bureaucracy to implement a climate agenda that they cannot do through the people uh, and, and the will of the people in the Congress. That's insanity. Uh, uh, when you hear Securities <laughs> and Exchange is. Commission, you think stocks and, and uh, uh, the government. I, I have a suspicion about any government commission being uh, in very uh, a very good chance of whatever it is making things worse. So, you know, I don't know that if, if that's true about the Securities and Exchange Commission. But that really seems like a stretch to get the Securities yeah. and Exchange Commission, and there are only—I think there are only four. There are only four votes. Three of them were Democrats to get them involved in something like this and just turn them loose. That just sounds pretty scary to me. It does, and it's just the overreaching of government. This is why not long ago uh, Sarah Raskin Bloom, who was Biden's nominee for the Federal Reserve, why she withdrew her candidacy because she vowed that if she went to the Federal Reserve, she would use the power of that entity to, uh, to implement a climate agenda, meaning if you're a bank and, and all the all fossil fuel industry, like every industry, needs a lot of financing, right? These are millions of dollars worth of equipment that you have to move to location, to drill, to frack, et cetera. You've got to take loans for this. Well, if you're a bank, and you're lending to someone who wants, you're John Steigerwald Drilling Company, and John, you probably, honestly, you need a $50 million loan to get your business up and running. Well, if your local bank gave you a $50 million loan, maybe the Federal Reserve should punish that bank by charging them higher base points. So when they go back 
to the Federal Reserve and say, hey, we need to borrow money from the government, well, we're going to charge you a worse rate because we don't like that you have used your bank to lend to the fossil fuel industry because we hate the fossil fuel industry. This was her strategy. See, she said this on the record. Um, the Republicans brought it up. John, uh, excuse me, Joe Manchin from West Virginia was the one who finally put the kiboshes in there and said, okay, we have to, we have to go forward, right? We are not going to, to allow this woman on the Federal Reserve. And she withdrew her nomination. But this is, this is the Biden administration using the federal government to advance, and the bureaucracy to advance an agenda that the people do not want. These lunatics, uh, it's, uh, the, the bottom line is, these lunatics just can't take no for an answer. People don't want this. Uh, I saw a poll not too long ago. I don't know if it was um, uh, how, what, what it was, but during a primary, something. I saw a poll where they asked people where climate, you know, where, how how, is, how important is climate change, or where do you rank it on the list of important issues? And it was second to last. Yeah. And, and so you're going to exactly. get the security, uh, security and exchange commission, and the Federal Reserve are going to get involved in telling people to turn their thermostats down. Absolutely. This is, again, the same president who told us, uh, you know, I sat down with the generals and you know what they told me? The biggest national security threat? Yeah. They said it's climate change. Sure it is. And then yeah. he, laughed. he was like, I'm not joking. They said it's climate change. Well, you know what, Mr. Steigerwald, I would respectfully say to those generals, I have to ask for your resignation because <laughs> have you seen Russia or yeah. China yeah. or North Korea or Iran? If you seriously are a general and you said your biggest worry is climate change, then you are unworthy of the uniform, let alone the national security strategy to try to keep Americans safe. Nope. But this is the Biden administration. Yep. We're talking to Daniel, Daniel Turner. He's the founder of Power of the Future. Uh, and uh, according to Politico, this, uh, this plan here by the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission would, quote, force executives to explain how they're coping with extreme weather, supply chain disruptions, and other climate-related upheavals. Who gets to decide in that scenario what does and does not cause climate upheaval? Because there's some disagreement on that, I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. And, and again, the, the, this is, these are made-up terminologies. What is extreme weather? We've always had hurricanes and, and tornadoes. And they're tragic when sometimes they are catastrophic, but sometimes they're not. Uh, we, the last year was a very tame uh, uh, hurricane season. We've had years in the past that have had very harsh hurricane seasons. Um, but but how do, what is this thing called extreme weather? Well, that's just a made-up phrase. Um, if you do any research into this, you will see that over the, as many years as we've been tracking these, these uh, weather patterns, there's no more intensity in frequency or in the severity. None whatsoever. It is a flat line. There are some bad years and some good years, but it's a flat line. But we pretend that there's suddenly extreme weather events happening because of climate change. Again, just made-up terminology, made-up regulations to control American, the free citizens, and grow the size of government. Uh, I saw a picture of um, a tornado. Where was the tornado? It was in Texas, I think. Um, I don't know. This is off the subject a little bit here, but I know it's something that you'd be interested in. There's a picture, a video of multiple windmills being destroyed by a tornado in texas so what's that going to do for their for their power situation down there if they have if they do have a, a severe tornado season well i wonder if the sec should be asking the company that installed those wind turbines what their plan was to deal with severe weather good right question, i mean maybe yeah. they should have a supply chain but yeah you know what does stand up to tornadoes uh, uh coal plants Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just a reality. Um, Puerto Rico is very proud of the fact that they were going completely, quote-unquote, green. Nothing but wind turbines, as far as the eye could see. Till Category 5 made a direct hit on the island. It's not unprecedented. It, it is absolutely catastrophic. But one of the reasons why Puerto Rico took, Puerto Rico took so long to come back online is they had absolutely no power. Um, heck, I, I tweet about this all the time back in winter. I have a couple of solar panels on my farm. They control gates so that I can move my cattle from field to field. When they have eight inches of snow on them for the night, they don't get a charge and they don't work. Yeah. What's going to happen when we have hundreds of miles of solar panels and just dust yeah. lands on them? Yeah. 
Well, well getting back to this questions. Getting back to the uh, to the climate coup here, um, the SEC says. Well, first of all, like you, you mentioned, if, if Walmart has uh, employees, lots of employees who drive uh, distances to work that mean that they they uh, em- they're emitting a lot of carbon. Uh, Exxon has to report emissions released by the drilling of oil, but they also would have to report the admis- emissions by the cars who buy the gasoline made from their oil with their oil. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to – does that sound like it might be a little bit unwieldy for the government to be able to monitor all that? Who And, and, and you know what's going to happen with this, John, is now these corporations have to hire people whose sole purpose yep. is to gather this information. Yep. And what's going to happen to these people's salaries? It's going to get tacked on to the price of their goods and services. The companies aren't going to swallow that cost. They're just going to charge more for their product. And we're going to compile millions of pages of documents that's all going to get sent to some office in D.C. And some clerk will put it on a shelf. No one's going to read these documents. No one's going to look at them. It's like anyone who owns a house or a car. You see all this damn paperwork come through from your insurance. Pages and pages and pages of, of, of paperwork mm-hmm. that no one ever reads. They've just created busy work. But that, that's it. that can't be true, Daniel, because in the story... The SEC, this is a quote from the SEC, says this is going to, quote, promote efficiency, competition, and capital formation. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what they're saying is that this is going to do after, as you just said, Exxon's going to have to f- hire an entire department of people in charge of, of keeping track of their emissions. They'll have an emissions uh, manager. They'll have uh, assist- uh, an emissions assistant manager and 16 people uh, working for each one of those, and somebody's got to pay for it. Absolutely. And it ain't going to be Exxon. It is not. And this is the, the, the thing that we have to be worried about most of all is this is the very ugly collusion of big government and big corporations because a lot of big corporations think this is a great idea because they can hire the staff and find the offices and do all this paperwork. But you know who can't is going back to the example I used earlier, John Steigerwald Drilling Company. Yeah. You can't afford these new rules, John, and what are you going to do? You're going to call up a big corporation and say, I'm willing to sell. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to drive all their competition just the way Amazon during the pandemic put all your mom and pop shops out of business because they had the power and the lobbyists to stay open. They were deemed essential. It's the exact same thing. This is a combination of big government and big corporations that are trying to get rid of private uh, companies. And it's just disgusting on many, many levels. So this is this, there are companies out there just ready with this thing uh, becomes a reality. They're, they're ready to swoop in. They, they know what's coming, right? Yeah. And sadly, a lot of companies sing the climate change songs because uh, they know that the John Stockwell Drilling Company can't afford it. And they will come in and they will buy you. Uh, and it, it, we've seen this in multiple industries across the country, not just energy. And it's, and it's just a really ugly relationship of when we use government to advance our corporate interests and put our competition out of business. I mean, we, we used to call that uh, um, the, the robber baron era, right? We used to call that crony capitalism. Now it's just called being a good steward of the environment. Yeah, and, uh, and the story... Uh in uh, the Wall Street Journal about this, uh, I think they mention, yeah, it says um, public companies are already required to report material events and risks, which the SEC defines as information a reasonable person would consider important. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler is redefining materiality as whatever BlackRock and progressive investors want to know. Do you know what that means? Can you translate that? What? Yeah, well, BlackRock has been leading this movement to, to, to have all of America go green for the longest time. And now BlackRock has a number of their high-profile former executives who work in the Biden administration. Um, and BlackRock, for your listeners who don't know, is the nation's largest hedge firm, by far the, 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 world, excuse me, the world's largest financial institution. Um, and they're going to make a fortune on this, right? They've, they have been forcing their shareholders and forcing corporations to divest from fossil fuels. And now they have people in, in the Biden administration who can force them to buy solar panels and wind turbines. And a lot of those companies are owned by and subsidiaries of BlackRock. So again, this is just using government 
to advance your own bottom dollar. The, the simple takeaway is this. None of this is ever about the environment. It, just like Obamacare was never about health care. It's about control, and it's about certain people with a lot of opportunity becoming rich. Just not us. And it's not just dumb and annoying. It's evil. That's, what's, that's what this is, what we're talking about. Yes, it is. Uh, it so is. so I have about a minute left here. How does any of this help the U.S. become uh, more energy independent or energy independent at all? Um, that's the sad thing. It doesn't. I mean, it, it absolutely just it, it hurts our effort to try to regain our energy dominance over the world. And the longer it takes for America to become energy dominant, the longer it will take for prices to lower, for inflation to lower, and also for world peace to kind of stabilize again. Right. What we're doing is we're making Putin very rich. Even with his sanctions, he's just selling it to China and not America. It's making Putin very rich, and it's making America very poor. The only way to reverse this is to unleash American and unleash American energy. Um, Joe Biden's going to choose a different direction, and we're going to suffer the result. Real quick, is this Security and Exchange uh, Commission thing reversible, or how long does it take to go into effect? Um, it, it's still in the discussion stage. It's definitely reversible. This is where we need our members of Congress. And it should be a campaign issue for the great people of, of, of Pennsylvania in your Senate race. This is where everyone is accountable to Congress. Congress has to step in and say, you can't make up rules, SEC. You can't invent new procedures because you have a political agenda. We make the rules, not you. Well, every day something dumber comes out of Washington. It's amazing how they're able to do that. Daniel, I'm glad to have people like you around to explain it and maybe give us a, a way to get out of it. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Okay, thanks for being on. That's Daniel Turner. He's the founder of Power of the Future. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. This is Dennis Prager. Why did God save the Jews in Egypt, but not the millions of Jews who died in Europe? Was there really an exodus? Does Judaism affirm an afterlife? Does reason? My new book answers these and many other significant questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah. Like my five-volume commentary, The Rational Bible, this newest book, The Rational Passover Haggadah, relies on reason to explain the text. The text of the oldest holiday in the world, Passover. Jesus' Last Supper was the Passover Seder. This is an explanation of this holiday and that evening for people of every faith and, for that matter, of no faith. The Haggadah has inspired millions around the world every year for thousands of years to learn about it and relive one of the most famous stories of all, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. My new book is the Passover Guide that will last a lifetime. Order Dennis Prager's latest book today. Get it at PragerStore.com or wherever books are sold. This is John Stagerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the stores, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at my pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule. 
changing the world one life at a time. This product is life-changing, and I tell everyone what a blessing down to nature, fruits and vegetables is. It's amazing, absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, this is an amazing day. 30 days after taking this, everything is, is perfect. I could not be more happy. What a blessing. So good job, down to nature. Good job. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code BALANCE. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, let's uh, finish with another sports site. And we have a lot of sports in the show today, but uh, it's more about stupidity than it is about X's and O's and wins and losses and MVPs and champions and blah, blah, blah. Uh, ESPN. This is, this is on the, their Twitter feed today. It's a long thread. It starts with this. ESPN believes in inclusivity and denounces legislation and actions across the United States that infringe on any human rights. We stand with our LGBTQIA plus colleagues, friends, families, and fans. Uh, I think pretty soon there are going to be more letters not in the alphabet than in the uh, – they can't. How many more letters can they use? I don't know. But um, it's ESPN. Remember when it was a sports network? And you turned it on and you saw people talking about sports. and You got away from all this stupidity. They can't help themselves. And this, uh, um, trying to convince people that a man winning a swimming championship in women's division in the NCAA isn't completely stupid, is not going to work. You're going to have some people who are so liberal that they're just going to refuse to uh, admit that it's stupid. But they know. They know it's ridiculous, but it doesn't matter. So ESPN is is now out there today just spewing this stuff about LGBTQIA+, and letting transgender men and women compete, and it's just beyond stupid. But they suffer. ESPN, eh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.